ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to season one. Get ready for season two! Life Biscuits is more than a pursuit of happiness. We wrote 13 ideas, we couldn't settle unless. The biggies are white words, enterprising men wrote them. So don't act surprised, you guys, when we quote them. Be consistent, you seek the path of most resistance. Grow yourself and don't forget to serve your brothers and your sisters. Seek what you believe, figure out what you stand for. Take the time to journal, then go get what you style for. It's time for season two, sit back, enjoy the ride. Get your book and your pencil, note down the day and time. Humans of Life Biscuits, book, love, and insights. Coming at you weekly, make sure you take a bite. Uh, uh, we yeah. going for it now. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Life Biscuits. You are here with Glenn. Uh, unfortunately, my boy Christopher Lau can't be with us today for this special episode which was a by request episode on body image that's right so uh, we're going to hit it with a stick and uh, get after it here with this podcast episode the aim for this episode is not necessarily to give you all the stats and prevalence which are readily available if you just do a little google search on the internet although no doubt we will cover some of that the main purpose of today is really to try and encourage a, a positive and proactive response to the perceptions that we have about ourselves and the way that we look in particular. So let's get into it. We'll uh, really focus this towards, I guess, the adolescent, the teenage um, age group, although I believe that this is quite a relevant topic regardless of age, although it is probably likely that the older one gets, the less likely this is to uh, be a part of their um, struggles in daily life. However, no doubt, just the way the world is, of course, we are often concerned with the way we look, regardless of age. But certainly the teens today, the teens folks, uh, they have it a little bit tougher, given that the generation they're growing up in, social media and the like, and we'll talk a bit about that today. So, what is body image, after all? Um, Basically, the perceptions, the thoughts, feelings, the attitudes towards your own body's appearance, its physical characteristics it's about how we see ourselves physically how satisfied we are with our bodies the emotional significance that we attach to the physical attributes that we have this is created by society you look over time and the the idea of this perfect um, desirable body has changed over time Uh, different cultures desire different bodies and so the environment in which we surround ourselves and what we consume, not, not dietary-wise, but the information and attitudes and thoughts and feelings of others that we consume and attach importance to are what collectively create this idea of what we should look like. And uh, it does affect both boys and girls. Notably, girls are impacted more significantly. But nonetheless, there is quite the impact um, on boys as well. And we'll touch on that, even with a personal story from the big dog himself. Um, that's right, me. In fact, let's get into that. Um, I was a teenager. I was a skinny little dude, to be honest. Uh, I was always quite lean and long. And so uh, I even, as a, as a male, struggled with my body image and to a degree still do this day, to this day uh, as an almost 40-year-old. But certainly, as we'll touch on later in the episode, um, I'm able 
to sort of move past that a little bit and I'll get into that later. But growing up, uh, obviously, this day and age, it's, it's, uh, it's ideal as a male to be muscular, fit, tanned uh, and all sorts of these kind of things that you might attach with the male perfect body. And that hasn't changed because back in my day, it was very similar. We, it was all about um, being muscly and athletic and all that sort of thing. And I certainly wasn't. I was a lean bean, folks. Uh, I hit the gym pretty regularly. Me and, me and some of my mates would go and we went, uh, you know, I was pretty involved in physical activity at a reasonably high level. And, uh, and I would go and hit, get after that gym, not necessarily to improve my physical performance on the sporting field, which would have been a better idea. Instead, just to aesthetically improve my body. Uh, and yeah, I got into all sorts of different things and not steroids or anything. Otherwise, I'd be a lot buffer than I am today. Maybe I wouldn't be here. I'm not sure. But I certainly did struggle with some body dysmorphia. I look back on some photos from you know my late teens, early 20s, and I did the whole pose in front of the mirror flexing thing. I didn't post it on social media, which didn't exist back in the day. But I look back on some of those photos and I was like, damn, I was actually pretty cut. I was uh, going all right. And yet I used to think of myself as just not being muscly enough. And oh my gosh, I'm so skinny and, and whatnot. And yeah, it, this concept of, of seeing different things uh, to what is actually true, the body dysmorphia um, type game for males is pretty significant. And obviously whole range of different factors for females um, most significantly the the subsequent mental health issues and eating disorders that can ensue when we don't have uh, necessarily a healthy grasp on what is happening and the significance of our body what is it that creates it we talked about society well um social media these days as i mentioned wasn't around when i was a young boy but definitely huge now in this day and age. And I think regardless of age, we, we do at least have a taste of the addictive nature of social media. Um, and as older adults may be able to consume that a little bit more critically and understand what has gone on in order to portray a message, whether teens are fully aware um, of that is another thing. The very graphic, um, image-oriented social media that we see these days um, heavily influenced by filters and selfies and you know um, likes and reach and all that sort of thing. Being an influencer certainly has uh, a huge impact on how teens and adolescents, young adults and even adults see themselves and their ability to have value moving forward in society. And I think... Ultimately, this rise of social media has certainly had its, uh, a greater impact on body image, body dissatisfaction, uh, and what to do about it. And whether this, you know, I, I haven't delved into, and maybe students out there have, uh, whether there has been increases subsequently in, in eating disorders necessary, uh, as a particular, I think we can certainly uh, agree, and the relevant statistics would concur with that that uh anxiety depression these sorts of mental health issues have certainly increased over the last decade to two decades with the rise of social media and these new platforms that come up um 
I mean, there was a study published in the journal uh, Body Image, in fact, in 2016, and found that frequent social media use is associated with increased body dissatisfaction among young adults, and that shouldn't come as any surprise. But we also um, have these contributing feelings of inadequacy uh, that in turn, I think, affect us in our relationships as well. And not just our sort of boyfriend, girlfriend, sexual type relationships, but also just our day-to-day relationships with when we put value on how we look, then we really struggle to feel like we can add value in any relationship. And therefore, um, you know, our, we know that relationships are the center of a lot of our life and all of our problems are usually interpersonal problems in some way, shape or form. And when we're struggling personally, then our interpersonal relationships are going to struggle. 60% of women and girls feel more anxious about their appearance after spending time on social media platforms. That was a study. You'll know that Dove was kind of a bit of a leader in this body image game and trying to get some more natural bodies out in media. And that was a study conducted by Dove uh, also. This is, you know, five, six years ago, this research. Uh, And no doubt with the rise of TikTok and Snapchat since then, it would have probably gotten even worse. So, yeah, definitely um, men, women, going through this filtered reality that we see the world often when we spend so many hours on social media every day and being bombarded with these, uh, these images of what is often not real can definitely impact what is going on in our minds and therefore impact what is going on in our relationships and in our lives altogether. We do have some positive effects however um social media isn't to blame for everything ultimately we do need to take some personal responsibility and some studies have suggested that social media can have positive effects such as providing a platform for you know body body positive type movements um, self-expression some community groups support networks all that sort of thing so it's not all bad it's just again a matter of consuming this stuff with a more critical lens and being aware of the negative impact that it can have and trying to use it a bit more proactively and as, you know, a real sort of supporter of our health rather than being a detractor of our health. But when we are dissatisfied, um, we often self-criticize. We often, you know, get distressed about our physical appearance and then that stays with us throughout the day, which can lead to further psychological issues of low self-esteem and anxiety, depression, as we've already mentioned. And the issue with having low self-esteem, which again is, is attached to our body image um, or our negative body image, if we, if we have that, we can never outperform our self-esteem. So if I, if I think I'm a, you know, if my self-esteem is a three out of 10, then in life, regardless of the field, I'm not going to perform that three out of 10. If I don't have that belief in myself that I am worth more and can do more, then Ultimately, um, I'm never going to reach my potential. And I think that is where this is such an important conversation to start having. Uh, And we'll talk about the barriers. You know, it's one thing to know, but it's another thing to be able to believe. And we'll talk about that very shortly. Um, I want to really focus on, you know, as I said, we we can go into all the stats and, and the, uh, the outcomes of poor body image uh, for hours and hours and hours. But navigating this negative body image and the influences we have and, and heading in a direction towards positive body image is really where I want to focus the rest of this podcast. So we want to be able to say, hey, let's provide some tips for developing 
healthier body image. But tips is just the start. Uh, it's got to go beyond that. It's got to be a full embrace of a new way to look at yourself. It's not just about what the mirror says. It's knowing that we're more than that. And we want to emphasize the importance of not only self-compassion and self-acceptance, but uh, not only critical media consumption and unfollowing negative accounts and whatnot, not only seeking support from friends and family and maybe professionals if required, uh, but starting to understand your humanity and the miracle that you are. I think that is just the only way that we are going to be able to reach our potential at life because, as you know, we're all about reaching that potential. So you are unique. Like there is no other you. There is no one else that smiles like you. That is a fact. Um, When we're so consumed in the negative realm of who we are, we fail to see the positive sides of us and the things that make us special and how we can add life to other people. And if we can add life to other people, um, if we want to do that, we have to have life within ourselves and we have to have value within ourselves and we have to have love for ourselves because out of love, that's where we spring joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, all right, being slow to anger, abounding in love and goodness is... That's where we want to direct our lives, embracing our inherent self-worth. And we are all invaluable. We want money. We want tan skin. We want muscles. We want a slim waist. We want big boobs. We want perfect hair, perfect skin, all that sort of stuff. We do. We want it. And I think all of us to some degree want some of those things in some way, shape or form. But when we have the self-awareness to remind ourselves that, wait a second, uh, I am worth more. So for me, for example, cool, it'd be great to have a billion dollars. Yeah, that'd buffer some stress in my life. Awesome. Cool. I'm sad that I don't have a billion dollars. Well, wait a second. I've got a wife and three kids. What would I sell my wife and three kids for? Um no amount of money that's right no amount of money okay cool so does it matter what i look like if i have things in my life that i would never sell for any amount of money which makes me the richest person on earth and i wouldn't trade it for money i wouldn't trade it for a sexy body i wouldn't trade it for a tan and yet i want to be down about the way i look when i'm the richest man alive wait a second, we need to shift the conversation a little bit. We need to get some perspective on life. We need to focus on how we can add life to others, add love to others, focus on our strengths, our talents, the uniqueness of us and embrace our vulnerabilities, embrace our shortcomings, shifting from the scarcity narrative of what I don't have and focusing further on the abundance narrative of what my life can be if I really focus on making myself better. Now, at the same time, we do need to understand that, wait a second, there's nothing wrong with pursuing a better body. All right. So for myself, for example, yes, I want to keep fit. I want to be strong. 
Um, but ultimately, my ultimate driver there, um, and I'd like to check myself on this, but it is for longevity. It's to be around longer and it's to do things that would make me capable in life. It's not necessarily to make me look a certain way. Um, and so we definitely shouldn't shame people for striving for better bodies, that's for sure. Nor should we shame people for not having amazing, you know, these kind of healthy, fit, muscular, toned bodies. No, no, we shouldn't. We should embrace people for their inherent worth, which is invaluable. I said my kids' lives were invaluable and so is yours. And it's only going to be when you fully comprehend that. When you have a revelation of your inherent worth, the beauty of humanity that you are, will your negativity and your low self-esteem change. So we can discuss all we want about, hey, um, you know, tell yourself positive things. Cool, I get it. You know, don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Cool, I get it. But we need to have an in-your-face confrontation with reality and what it is to be alive and what it is to be able to breathe in oxygen every day and what it is to know the miracle of the physiological processes that are going on in your body to make you alive and make you human and make you unique from any other species on the face of the planet. It's only when we go, whoa, wait a second, holy cow, I'm special, I'm unique, I am a little bit different. Now, the paradox here is, of course, that I'm one person in a world of currently 7 to 8 billion people in a universe that is, you know, unfathomably large. Wow, I'm tiny and insignificant. And that tiny and insignificant thing, for me to sit here and go, woe is me, wait a second, like, I'm tiny and insignificant. How about I just let go of the fact, like, what I'm worrying about doesn't actually matter. I'm that tiny and insignificant, yet beautifully, wonderfully made, unique, and invaluable this wild paradox of life should encourage us to change the dialogue that we believe about ourselves to change the way we talk about ourselves so start believing we need this fundamental shift in our mindset it's foundational to who we are but we cannot lead a horse to water and make it drink we need the horse to believe that it needs to drink. We need you and me to believe that we're worth it, that we don't need the perfect body. I don't need the stress that comes with worrying about how I'm looking today. And again, there's nothing wrong with looking good. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's fine. All right, and we should make some effort towards presenting ourselves. I get that. But the stress that it adds to just be tripping out all the time about how I look is... Something that is just, again, talk about, we talked about buffering stress with money. It's an anti-buffer to stress. It is a stressor and something that is going to absolutely eat away at your life. So we need to start building our competency through the years as a young person now listening, if you're listening to this. Let's start building the dialogue that we're telling ourselves. Start to just baby steps, take Baby steps towards believing in your uniqueness, believing in your strengths and talents and your irreplaceability, All right, your humanity, your vulnerabilities, these all compile to make you you. Your insignificance combined with your invaluable value. 
You want to learn addition? You want to learn multiplication? Cool, do reps. You want to get better at sport? Cool, do reps. You want to start believing in your inherent worth? Cool, do reps. Start believing in it. Meditate on it. Feel the breath going into your body and understanding the miracle that you are. The fact that you have this red fluid running through your body, through blood veins, into your brain, which sends chemicals and signals around your body to make you feel, to give you these emotions, to give you sight. Like what even is sight? Light coming into my eyes and telling my brain what things appear like? What the hell? That's you. And you want someone on social media to show you that you don't look like them and therefore are worth less? Oh, man. Come on. Let's start being the change we want to see. We want to say that you should be positive about yourself. Get out there and start spreading that message. Be an encourager of others. Be an inspirer of others. Tell other people that they're valuable. Tell other people that they're doing a great job. Tell other people that they've got an amazing smile. Tell other people that they've got a great laugh. Tell other people that they're creative, that they're wonderful. Tell other people that they add life to you. Add some diversity. Change it up. Be vulnerable. Engage in some open conversations. But we need to start with us. It starts as individuals. And the beauty of it is that, yeah, you know, to to reduce global warming or to reduce, you know, improve the outcomes for the environment. It doesn't make a difference if I just throw my plastic in the bin as opposed to recycling it or whatever. Like, it's just, I'm just one person. And that mentality we know is the reason why things don't get better. But even more so with us as individuals. Like, we know things won't get better for us if we don't change. But the beauty of it is if we want to change the world, yeah, we need other people to come on board. All right, so we've got to try and get tens of millions of people to come on board with us to create this positive, optimistic outlook for our futures. But the wonderful thing about changing the way we think and and feel about ourselves is that we get the immediate benefits straight away. I put my plastic in the recycling. It doesn't make a difference to my life. Like hopefully in the background, I know that I'm doing some good. But once I start affirming myself, speaking positively, believing in my value, I have benefits straight away. And if I get reps at that, it's going to become automatic. And now I'm starting to feel good. Now I'm starting to be better. Perspective. On your deathbed, what is going to matter? It's not going to be how you looked in a selfie. All right. At funerals, you'll hear people say, oh, they're a beautiful person. They're not talking about their latest Instagram shot. They're talking about the beautiful soul that that person was. And you're a beautiful soul. And I'm a beautiful soul. And we've got to start believing that. Love you all, people. Peace out. Take it easy. It's been Life Biscuits. Snack size wisdom. Life size impact. We'll catch you later. Time to go. Mm. So delicious. I'm feeling full. Yum, yum in my tum-tum. Gotta digest them bickies, bickies.